Hey, Internet, welcome back to Same Ish Different Day, the podcast where we continue the march into madness. I'm Raza Malik, and I'm joined with my Amaze Balls co host, Bailey Nargang, also featuring the lovely Wine Mom, the arbiter of everything TikTok and YouTube. Hey, it's Wine Mom. Bailey here. Gotta drop that reminder that you can find this show on any streaming service you use. Remember to leave a sassy review, and you wanna bash us or our opinions generally? Well, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and maybe some other places in the future. I join these guys weekly to keep their egos in check as we break down complex social issues and talk about why your kids shouldn't be watching family vloggers. We talk about real-ish on a real level. Ain't got time for the Twitters? Don't worry, we have collectively wasted our existence combing the internet for you. Also, before these two get carried away, don't be shy. Join our Discord for the inside scoop. You can also support us on Patreon, where you can work your way up your our very own class system. And don't worry, it's pay to win. So welcome back to another episode of Same Shit, Different Day, where we try not to rip each other's heads off. Let's get it. What's up, Internet? What's up, Internet? Welcome what what welcome to same ish different day the show that i can never finish the title on and i wish i could say but this week raza wanted to talk about why internet mans go cray cray his language i because it's outdated what we wanted to talk about is we're watching influencers lose stability on the interwebs more frequently nowadays so why are these influencers losing grip of their capacity to handle things and mentally as a whole. So what is going on in that world of being an influencer that makes them act this way? We're seeing a lot of online celebrities have manic episodes frequently and very, very, very publicly, which is isolating and creepy and sad to see cough, cough, Gabby, Hannah, and that entire circle of influencers. It's happened several times. Mm-hmm. So, what does that say about the industry? Do they care about these people? Do they have a circle of people around them that even give a shit? Or is it all really just about the fact that this entire scenario is monetizable? So, Wine Mom, I know you have some big-ass feelings about the person I mentioned in particular. As we have the conversation, what I want to keep in mind here. Is like, how do you think a fucking person gets that isolated that they can go off like that? I I don't know if I would say that it's isolation that has created the issue. Um, I think it's I think it's character flaw. If I'm honest, um, I think she she gets what she wants by doing that, and that's what the problem is. It's like uh, not maturing the same way as a layman does. It's like you're you're sort of exposing. She's exposed to different things differently than we are. So then, like she's acting out because she feels sort of empty. I guess because she didn't I don't have know. that sort of like. I think. Well, I think okay. The, she came from Vine, which was like a very easy success platform. <clears throat> if you could be kind of funny, you could get successful relatively quickly. And so she was very popular very quickly for a short period of time. I'd say, what, five-ish years? And then Mm. when it all wore out and people started to see her real personality outside of being this internet character, she lost a lot of friends. 
And so her popularity went away with it. And now that she's having to deal with the reality of not being popular anymore, she's trying to do whatever she can to be relevant. And so we've talked about this before. When it comes to social media, there's a lot of like hype words that people use and when referencing mental health and stuff like that. And so she just took advantage of that opportunity to be like, I'm manic and I'm this and I'm that and say as many things as she can while also trying to to promote music at the same time. Mm -hmm. I was just going to summarize if that makes it so that you're saying that it seems like it's an easily monetizable situation and they're aware of it. And even, even if they're not, someone's taking advantage of that. She's aware of it. Um, based off the cycle like you see this is a common cycle with her that she repeats um and there was a wellness check done apparently i don't i don't know there's so much to get into it but i just feel like with gabby hannah like i'm just i'm bored of it now like i'm over her crap and it's like Mm -hmm. being on tiktok it's her finding a new generation of people to be interested in her crap that's essentially what's happening yeah, and I, I, I also think um, and it's sad, but people like to hop on sort of like the mental illness trend on social media. So like not many people will have it, but like the people who sort of like the ones who are doing what Gabby Hanna does are, are seeing it and like, oh, it's, I can do it too if I just act up. And then completely like downplay a person who actually has uh, these issues. So it's like so that's a that's the nail on the head that you just hit is that a lot of people are using mental health now as a scapegoat because they'll do a bunch of fucked up shit and then afterwards they'll be like, oh well, you know, like I have mental health issues and like I didn't know what I was doing and like I'm sorry, my bad. And then we're also supposed to just be like, oh okay, we forgive you. Yeah, like 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 the whole Ezra Miller thing. Now, the he he was talking to Warner Bros. saying, "Oh, I had, uh, it was like I I've had a, a, a history of mental health, uh, which he does. But at the same time, he was also trying to save his own face because the studio was about to uh, cancel his movie, right? So he needed to sort of like it." It's almost like a way to not to not acknowledge like damage you have done because you you don't have to you know what I mean yeah as long as you say oh did there's something wrong w- with me uh, this is how I am which people who do suffer mental illness yes that's they do act much differently but they also don't uh, go off like like these uh characters do so it's i think it's like a good shield to have not good but it's a shield to have for people to just not acknowledge their issues yeah and so like what freaks me out is that example that you're bringing up tethered in with the check-ins that was happening say in the gabby hannah scenario because when you bring that in in a larger perspective of influencers and their communities, that boundary of what people should be doing in support of someone you have a parasocial relationship with is so distorted. It's kind of creepy because now you're feeling responsible for calling the cops to do a check-in because you like their TikToks. Yeah. It's almost like you're not, 
you're only you're only concerned that they will be alive for your pleasure and, and entertainment rather than the well-being of the actual human that's the thing but i feel like because this is this with gabby hannah too is like she she garners a lot of guilt from her audience by yeah. making yeah. comments of like i'm mentally unwell and you guys are attacking me like she knows what she's doing to make her audience feel guilty and feel responsible and yeah. it's like if you try and call her out for her shit, she'll be like nobody asked me if i was okay but no i agree it's it's just like again like she's like any criticism coming her way she'll just deflect it and be like oh i'm mentally uh, unwell i'm mentally unwell are you asking about me not about the damage that i've i've done are you concerned about me if, if yeah. you're not i'm gonna attack you now and like she has exactly. attacked so many people uh who are actually trying to spread awareness to be like can we please get Gag, Gabby Hanna some proper like, like help. help and stuff? Yeah. Like, so she can actually make, in turn, make content that is actually good and makes her feel good and makes the audience feel, feel good rather than doing these sort of like, it's sort of like easy, easy way to do things now. Just be like, I'm gonna have a manic at or like it's I'm, erratic I'm saying, and uncontrolled. Yeah, I've, I'm not saying everybody is like this, but there are some people. But they sort of like capitalize on. I'll, I'm gonna have an episode, and then let's see all that my my uh, engagement skyrocket. But at the small minority of people, that's not like the, everybody. That's the biggest thing I want to put down out there. Fuzzy tube, Fuzzy tube. So FuziTube and me have a sort of hate hate relationship. Um, I think he's a he's definitely capitalizing on his mental illness, hundred um, percent. From the stuff I've seen, uh, from how he talks, uh, he 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 says things, but then he always follow his playbook. I have mental problems, right? And then next thing you know, he's hosting the boxing matches. And then I'm seeing the people he's had a relationship with and the damage he's done to them. And they can't attack him because he says, oh, you weren't there uh, uh, at my worst, blah, blah. And then he put a whole Twitter, uh, like a, a Twitter thread about his like breakdowns that he had. And granted, the pattern I've seen, including Gabby Hanna and all these characters, is that none of them address um, actually trying to get help or trying to be proactive themselves about getting help it's always like oh feel bad for me it could be a tangent but also what terrifies me especially of like when someone of that caliber of wealth is like yeah i'm seeing a therapist it's like you're definitely going to pay the no. one who uh no. talks to you the best way you like you know what i mean i mean yeah. it's a high probability but even still it's like if you were genuinely going to therapy like <laughs> this wouldn't be going on you know what i mean mm -hmm. like it would be nipped in the butt somewhere at some point so the point i'm trying yeah. to get at and i you can relate it to gabby hannah or expand it outwards your call wine mom what i'm curious about is how does how does someone get in that scenario without getting support from others in a genuine way that the fact that there's like hundreds right there the like a big breakdown that gets posted publicly Mm -hmm. Why why aren't there friends or family or or it's like 
are they that isolated? Because even us, we're a bit lonery. We're, we don't have many friends. But, you know, if something like that was happening, someone would step in our lives and, you know. It's a couple of reasons. One, you would get exhausted dealing with the same bullshit over and over again with somebody. And two, it's a PR stunt. That's that's basically how it goes. It's like either people are tired of this constant cycle that they're watching happen time and time and time again. Like Jesse Smiles made very clear that Cabby Hannah has a fucked up point of view and this is just what she does. Or it's PR because she's literally releasing an album right now and it's the easiest way for her to get people to pay attention to her regardless of whether they like her music or not. It's just enough to pay attention to her. It's enough to get her music. Because this is another thing too that I don't think a lot of people were recognizing. Like on TikTok, you can put a sound on your TikTok, but have it completely muted and then get views for that sound. So she had all of her music on her videos during her mental breakdown in order to drum up the views, like drum up the the whatever it is on the sounds. Yeah, and I also think that uh, like people like Gabby Hanna, the reason why they don't have people like checking, like doing what you're saying, Bailey, because I think they surround themselves with yes men, they surround themselves with people who want to agree with, with, with them. Uh, that's ultimately because, uh, like, it makes them feel like they can do whatever they they feel better because they're getting validated by their entourage. So then, using your question you listed here, I think it's a great building point. Will this type of behavior impact the longevity of the online celebrity or influencer? Or will it, is it just another means of creating content now? You know what I mean? I think it'll be, uh, I personally think it'll be another means of creating content because that's, it's like the newest thing, right? It's a people love seeing a train wreck. I don't know. It's hard to say. I feel like mental health, as far as social media has gone, has become kind of the joke when it really shouldn't be because people mm -hmm. suffer, suffer with mental health. It's not a joke. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to say. I don't know if it'll necessarily become a trend, but I think what will happen is we'll see a lot of people suffering genuinely and it's going to go ignored because people are going to be like, Ugh, I don't have time for this bullshit. And also we have a, a, a very short attention span. So like, it'll be like a new thing that'll come in place. So, uh. yeah, I don't know how to word it super intelligently, but I am seeing like a distinct divide of like there's people aware of the scams that influencers are playing and then there's the youth and or um, people who don't consume media with additional thought who are tricked by it. It's like not necessarily 50-50, maybe 60-40, but mm -hmm. that 40% is enough money financially for these reindeer games to continue. So it's a trippy concept to me because as much as we can sit here and argue about the nuances about whether it's just or not, it's going to happen either way. Because if you're Jake Paul and film a video in Japan, that's very offensive. It's easy right. money. It's easy money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also because like other people will validate that sort of be behavior too. So it's like, it, it becomes more acceptable, which is not good. I'm with you. I was just saying, I, my little joke, I was going to add the punchline of, well, it's like, I thought this show was supposed to make us happy and not depressed. No, 
whenever we, we talk about the internet, it's always like, I mean, like the thing with that is like, it depends on how you look at it, right? Because the internet is both bad and good, but like, it's always a bad, it's always gonna outshine the good, right? Because people love, oh shit, I just died. People will love that, that, that stuff. So like, nobody's really concerned about boring old, uh, uh, not us, but like boring old, uh, good YouTuber over here, right? No fucking, there's nothing going on there, right? But yeah, it's when you start to do like the outlandish stuff, that's when you sort of like get if like get your engagement stuff. It's all about clout. Well, at the end of the yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast did the wholesome version of that. Mr. Beast took that same algorithm and just decided to just give everybody fucking money for no good reason. Yeah, and then he sort of like that's another like. And then he's sort of like uh, influencing a new trend of of YouTubers, where it's like it's so need, trippy. He's in everything. He's in everything. You, you you don't need to be super creative. You can just have the money to do so. Everybody. Don't bully Mr. Beast, okay? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying he's. He it's, has not just, it's not just. It's not just money with Mr. Well, it's not just money with Mr. Beast. It is creativity, and it is like. He does have this unique ability to kind of like bring it back to young people and give them the power on the internet again. Because mm -hmm. even though he does a lot of things with a multitude of creators, like ultimately he does help young people feel like the internet is a place where they can create again and be like present with or without money. Yeah, although he's not my favorite, that's like where I'm totally with you is like to tie the two points together is I think he has used how that algorithm is broken and taken it to be like, not you're still making money off of it. You know, it's still capitalism, but it's relatively it's way capitalism. more positive, relatively 10 yeah. X more positive than what we're discussing right now. At least he's uh, yeah. creating sets and employing people and building businesses and giving others opportunities and da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. But so, what we also have to discuss and post is we have to we have to we get a new Reddit segment title because I like this I like the idea that you're switching it up. But so for today for oh, Reddit, oh man, it's sort of it's all the Emma the asshole is it's now becoming just internal family affairs that I can't personally and I don't think y'all can no. relate relate to anymore. So it's like I can't. Instead of am I the asshole, we've got what would you do if. What would you do if you could mentally inject feelings or emotions into others? I'm working on a concept for a book, and I am curious what someone might do if they had the ability to force emotions into people. This could be at an individual level or in a more mass setting. What things would you use it for, and what would be considered good, and what is evil if you could inject the feels into the people's? Okay, well, first of all, there's a movie on Netflix that you should watch if you're curious about this concept because it's actually in a movie. I can't remember what it's called. I think Inception. No, Spider Island or Spider Head or something. Like that. I'll find it for you. I will because I oh, just Oh, Spider Head? Okay. I, okay, because I, you should watch it. Um, if I had the ability to inject, inject emotions into people, I would choose not to. I think people need to learn how to process and deal with their own emotions because you're going to make a much healthier person long term than somebody who relies on something because it's basically like we might as well just stick within the drug trade if we do that. 
So, so meta in a way, meta in a way, your answer is I would not inject people. That is your answer. I mean, the world, I'll, I'll just tell you right now, the world would absolutely suck if sadness was to be removed. I'm just going to say that. I, I know that sounds very like not, but this isn't, real, but, there's no, we're not blank template, but you but, could just like shoot someone up with sadness. You know what I'm saying? No, but basically, <laughs> basically what would happen, Bailey, is people would not do that. They would in turn choose to have only happy, good things or, you know, keeping people like horny and happy and whatever. That's what people would do because that's ideal. They wouldn't inject sadness. I respect your world building, but I'm trying to say if you had the power, you had the power to change. I'm not saying if the whole world I, had access. I would if someone not. was I like, you, wine mom, just have this case of serums. No. It is only your no. ability. You are the I don't protagonist. Want to. I want to. I want to. No, I want people to be who they are. What if you it. could get like nuanced about it, and I could like give happy to like someone who's in a lot of pain in the hospital. You know what I mean? Like I could give happy feelings to people who may be in like a lot of pain or something. You know, there's got to be a way to work around this. No, I I hear what you're saying, Bailey, but I think I think you're. You're looking at it in a, in a positive act. This is how. This is why. This is why we're disagreeing. You're looking at it and at it as a positive thing, and I'm looking at it as a negative thing. Because in my idea, taking away emotions, whether they're decided or whatever the case may be, I don't think is right. People should be feeling and working through things. So that's where we differ. Whereas you're like, oh, but if somebody's like in the hospital and really sad, like why can't I make them happy? So it's like you make sense, but also like shut up. But you don't need to take anything away. We're just talking about giving. Just giving. Giving the feels. No, I get it. But it's like, either way, giving is taking away something else. If you're going to give somebody happiness, you're taking away their sadness. Am I is wrong? I don't think so. I think you can have both feelings. Yeah, I, I think you can eat your cake and have it. You can have I, sad and I don't happy. Think in the context, I don't think in the context of what, we're, what you're suggesting that it would work that way. That's my opinion, though. Okay. I fucks with it. So... We we got Razzie Dazzy coming in here with the hard hitters after we're discussing how influencers could be challenged with their mental health issues and displaying it as a possibly monetizable purpose. Those ones who may be suffering on a <clears throat> real level or manipulating the system, could these issues be avoidable or fixed? Right? As we're saying, it's quite realistic. People are doing this on purpose now. For newer people who are entering... Who haven't been they they don't got the clout. Can they prepare at all for the pending pressures or emotional traumas they may experience on the internet? And how could they adjust to this world more easily? In my opinion, uh, you start off with like surrounding yourself with the friends you had and people you had before you you became huge. Don't change that. Keep your social circles the same is because those people will tell you what's up and they will keep, uh, they are sort of a safeguard for you because they understand you, you view more. So that's my first step. I'm going to say it's bigger than that. Yeah. I think moving forward, I think moving forward, it shouldn't be solely the responsibility of the individual who's becoming popular or famous. I think as a society, we should implement an institution that starts to 
like give the things that these people need in order to remain successful. So when you think about like unions in in construction and stuff like that, like a union is there to help keep people successful and whatever, right? So it's the same thing with um with this, like because when you have to think about it when you're an influencer, yes, there's a lot of money, but like they don't have benefits, they don't have health care like we do uh when you work in a regular job. So like I feel like if this is gonna continue to become basically a career like uh, we should start implementing it into society is like you know but that's not possible I'm sort of capitalism sad but i think it is possible i think it is possible it's i think it is possible not. it's physically not okay bailey you can't unionize Insta you could unionize instagram you could unionize tiktok you could unionize youtube influencers you can't go all influencers get a union because that's how construction works, right? They don't have a construction union. They have a laborer's union and a carpenter's union and a plumber's union. So that's the same thing that would have to happen here. Okay. So it's not like you can't just have like, hey, everyone makes content. You join a union. Okay. So I'm not saying that it has to be as specific as to like what the dynamic of a union is. What I'm saying is, there should be some sort of institution because I mean, think about this when you become a model, okay, there's an agency that you work for when you work through that agency. Um, there is, there's like certain benefits and things that are like in control and surrounding, like, I don't know how to exactly how to explain it, but when you're in an agency, there's help for you. Okay. So, so I see what you're saying. Okay. I, I can, so I, I kind of agree with my mom here saying that there should be a body, like a body out there that like Instagram, like these influencers can go to to get their sort of like uh, their needs met, like mental needs met, like how mm. uh, about how like like these these uh like my cousin's wife, she works. Uh, uh, I think she like she works for therapy for actors. Uh, when they get okay. rejected and stuff like that, so I it's something like uh, there should be like something like that, but for Instagram, so, so, so celebs like something they can like like have like a safety net to fall onto rather than going on TikTok and exploding there. Because at the I, same I time, I'm still like pessimistic there. Because then what? You're gonna start up an office for influencer mental health support people already don't accept being a creator as a career so like you've got to collectively convince a lot of private industry to do okay that. but baby, that's what progression that's what progression in society is that's what it is are you progressive or are you wanting to say sale where we just go well they're celebrities they got lots of money they can fucking figure it out no, you want to be progressive. You want to encourage the correct direction. And these people, especially because you have to think about it, a lot of the people who become influencers are what, Bailey? Very oh. young. Oh. And if they don't have, because they, when they're so young, they treat themselves like they're adults. They think that they're adults because they're making all this money and they can make all these decisions. But if they mm -hmm. don't have some sort of institution, group, or you know, their family, which we all know most of the families fail them because they just want the money, then they're not going to be able to learn those important skills moving forward. So it's like, it's like it ha there has, if it's going to continue to be something, 
then there needs to be some sort of institution around it, right. not policing it, but trying to give resources, give them the opportunity to find a better outlet and avoid these issues. But who's going to do that is what I'm asking. Somebody, somebody. Uh, some small no, group, a family, no... a founder, somebody who's like, okay, my kids suffered from this, so I want to make a foundation where we do this and then eventually, because that's how everything starts, <laughs> Bailey, starts small. Don't be so pessimistic. Like, what is wrong Bailey, with you today? Bailey, 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 it's just like, this sounds dick, dickish, but like this sort of like, this sort of, uh, there's a lot of money in this thing we're talking about. There's a lot yeah. of it. So yeah. if you can, uh, through the private se sector will take that money happily. They'd be like, oh, you can give us thousands of dollars just to be therapies or uh, therapists for, for this group of people. Let's fucking go. It's easy for, for them. But once it starts getting in uh, the public, uh, uh, the public, uh, uh, so sector uh, it gets a little bit murky there because the government may not want to help out with that tax dollars would be like oh why are tax dollars going towards that but uh i think there's at the end of the day where there's money there will be something there and that sounds horrible to say because we do live in a capitalist society at, at the end of uh, the the day now if we were in the nordic European Nordic countries, what I just said wouldn't apply because those countries actually yeah. care about their citizens. So there are places, I believe that there are places in the world that have it. It's just we're looking at this through a North American lens where we see everything as like a capitalist thing, whereas like the government doesn't want to pay for anything. Uh, and then yeah. you look at Europe, Europe like, oh, they actually have things in place. Uh, that's why we're not seeing as bad as a thing over there, but we're seeing a lot of shit here because every, our, our freedom is our literal, like, it's great to be have it, but we have too much of it, sort to say. We have too much of it, and that's uh, that's hurting. That, that creates these Gabby Hannas, these Fuzzy Tubes, uh, and Logan Pauls at, at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you there, because then overall as a society, you're collectively less worried about those stresses and the stigma associated with those stresses. So then even if it does come down to the private manager having to pay for it, because my argument here is like a manager here, because it's a capitalist society, he's not taking his 30% and paying for no counseling services for his influencer. He's just going to make his money while he can and run. He doesn't want his portion going to a Anybody therapist. You know? yeah. Okay, but here it's not meant to be that's not the system i'm thinking of implementing i'm thinking that like when you like as part of your your taxes i guess or something like that maybe where there's like because again you're saying you know the government money whatever which you're right like the government doesn't want to do anything unless there's money involved for them so yeah. you, it's, it's like a taxable thing that you do and then you're you have access to these free services or whatever the case may be like there just have to be something now, what you're saying, wine mom, I think for mm -hmm. our generation, that would be an easily digestible thing. They're like, okay, yeah, that's, that sounds easy to, to do. We already pay for our own health care, our roads and whatnot. Why don't we add on, add, add that on? That's totally fine. But the, the trouble with that is that the older generation doesn't understand this whole world. So how do you sell that to, 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 to well, that's where you, well, that's where when it comes to the older generation, you give them an opt-in or an opt-out. So you do it like within an age bracket or something. 
but again i mean it's 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 it sucks because it's a hard thing to fully figure out how to implement i'm just saying it needs to because like we just can't have the gabby hannah bullshit go on we can't anymore like you can't like we can't have that continue because it's creating a society where it's okay i know you're gonna say something wrong and i i just want to put this out there because i hate to say this because this is not fair but when i think about tumblr my favorite place in the whole entire world it romanticized a lot of stuff about mental health and mm-hmm. and self-harm and stuff like that that mm-hmm. should have never been made what it was but because of the way that society works with the internet when things are romanticized online it becomes popular so again when you have a celebrity that's like yeah i'm just sad and eh, stick their tongue out and like make jokes about it like Okay, it's funny when you are a depressed person, but somebody who's not depressed sees that and they're like, oh, so it's like cute and funny to like pretend to be depressed. And then we create this vicious cycle where like mental health stops being taken seriously again because everyone's like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, it's just a trend online. So it's like there has to be something that we do as a society to get ahead of that before we keep ending up in this cycle of like it means something and then it doesn't. It means something and then it doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. It's... And like, again, like, as you brought up the big word, it's been romanticized, right? Uh, we have, we have uh, done some, uh, some harm to society that, that way that we're like, this sort of like way of life is cool is acceptable. And now you have these like TikTokers and YouTubers sort of like, uh, confirming that bit basically they're like this is what happened on youtube but or on tumblr is is almost like um real life so it's like these it's it is like a cycle that isn't going to end but it's just i think when you have these voices out there that further the message it it, it gets kind of harder to be like okay this is not what it is supposed to be like right and and this conversation we're having right now it's like it's the responsibility of our generation of internet influencers the people that we like the 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 people that we are the people who have experienced mental health who have watched the way that the the internet has changed from one segment to the next like it's Mm -hmm. our responsibility to be like listen mental health sucks dealing with it is cool figuring out how to feel better is cool like it's our responsibility as the new you know, creators are coming out and like young people now is to kind of be like, yeah, people have mental health. It's not, it's not a funny game. It's something you need to like work on and get better. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, that's, uh, that's the big thing. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, and, and it's, 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 uh, yeah, we are like the, in a weird place where we also understand this on a realer level, but we, we also like legitimize the, uh, like people's be behavior at at the same time but i i think ultimately uh our demo like our age group and our demographic and our generation actually has more of a responsibility um ultimately to be like this is not how it is as you said wine mom we grew up with the creation of, of the internet so we know how the fuck it works right like we know the evils of 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 it so we should be able to communicate that but uh unfortunately everybody's out for them themselves in the in the world so we don't really want to you know preserve 
the goodness of the, of the internet any longer outside of our own. Well, and it's funny you you say that because we did watch the internet turn into what it is, and that's what makes me the most upset about somebody like Gabby Hanna, because I know yeah. she's watched the internet become what it's become, and she's experienced it, and she knows how it is to be an influencer of that sort of stuff. And the fact that she chooses to behave this way is so infuriating because it's like, bitch, you know better. You know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly how your behavior is going to affect society. Like, come on. Well, it's like, my thing is like, this is a compliment to a wine mom. I think you're intelligent. I think you are aware of this. I think someone in an influencer seat like Gabby Hanna is seeing it mega simplistically. I do this, I get views. I do this, I get money. Like, yeah. I I wish they understood the gravity of what they do. Like I I I think that's my opinion. Like I I if you're right, I agree with you. I'm with it, but I just think they're just that not dumb, but they're not they've put up a blinder. Yeah, and and I also think that like uh these people Gabby Hanna and all these other creators just look at numbers, right? They're like, oh, uh, I'm not doing hot uh, right now. What can I, what should I do? Uh, how can I act out? They're just looking at the numbers without, again, a very simple right. thing. Low numbers, meaning low engagements. I, I got to act, act up to get my numbers up, right? Uh, but they're not looking at it and being like, oh, if I act up, what? I don't will this hurt my image because again uh there's not there's no such thing as bad uh publicity let's get that out, out there all of it is great good and bad right uh so like uh, they're not lo looking at it like like that they're looking at it like how can i get more relevant how, how, how can i stay the, yeah. the gabby hannah mm -hmm. at, at the end of the day raza Malik may do that but not with mental illness. He may do something completely diff, uh, diff, uh, different. But uh, uh, but we will like that's something we will and like we will have to un understand in in the long run. But like we can't like these numbers don't really mean much if our audience is also like um, behaving the way that we behave, and that's it could be negative. It could be a bad thing, right? So like it's it it should be it, if you're a smart content creator you should be looking at like your audience as well not just your, your numbers and be like let's lead by example. That's very that's very true because if you're looking at your audience and you're seeing that it's not the audience that you're aiming for then that should tell you a lot about your content. And then it, and then it says something when the audience isn't um the one that you have like garnered and they're like this different crowd and then you adapt to that crowd yeah something else i've seen a uh, logan paul is basically or his which one is the brother the younger one jake jake, jake, jake paul jake has basically yeah. become that he's adapted to to that audience because he sees if i can make them happy they can buy me another house it's true <laughs> yeah just care a little bit please yes like honestly just care a little bit Undo percento. Yeah. yeah we live in a twisted world it's crazy that a 16 year old can 
influence people's opinions because he's really wicked on a scooter. All right. Okay. So we've got uh-huh. Raza's tweet of the week to this week. Thank you, everybody, for your valid opinions. Love it. Love the discussion. If you if you have thoughts, if you have thoughts, you got to hang out in the live ch- live version of the show so that you can hang out in the chat and annoy us with your thoughts afterwards. But <laughs> Raza's tweet of the week this week, even though he's been having issues with accessing the platform, he still did us the duty of getting us some fire. Got it back. Don't worry. Cough, cough. The tweet of the week is, y'all be like, well, I like oat milk. Uh, well, we can tell. We can tell. <laughs> Whenever somebody says it to me, like, I know you like oat milk. You fucking... You 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 look like you you make sixty thousand dollars a year. All right, I get it. I get it. <laughs> offended? I'm offended by that because I I love oat milk, and I definitely can't afford it. I too am an oat milk bitch, and I only pay like three fifty for it. Is that I I isn't that the normal price that's of normal ex- milk? Normal ex- milk is three bucks, ain't it? Mine is not three bucks. I don't know. How much is your normal milk? milk? I get the big one, like the the three. The jugs, uh, like us Canadians, the bags, no, yeah. the bags. It's it's like uh, it's like three some something. Yeah, fresh. Yeah, three bucks. I'm paying, yeah, but I'm you're buying maybe a small carton of oatmeal. No, I get more. I get the fucking I get the boy I get the big the four liter boy carton. All the yeah, but that still doesn't equate to three full bags of milk, Bailey. You have a point. <laughs> He's trying so hard not to let me have anything today. That's Anyways, turn on. Like, oh, you're, you're right. Like, how dare you be correct? That's a TikTok. I'm, I'm right there. <laughs> well, either way, kids, even though Roz is a degenerate on the internet, we do our best to bring you quality content. We appreciate you coming out. This week's podcast was pretty crisp. to have normal milk? Is 2% ain't good enough for your soul or your entertainment. But if you're tuning in live, what's about to happen, we're going to go to Let's Chat. You hang out, you talk with us, you annoy us. You join Panda here, who's literally going to make fun of us the entire time. We got we got Wine Mom here to tell you why you should return next week. Oh, you want me to tell the wine to return next week? Yeah, yeah. Because it's the same shit, it's a different day. So you might as well come back for more. Absolutely. Yeah. Holy shit, that's actually a literal better, like, you, so, so, I need to learn more for, for, from you, from you, wine mom. I go on a random trunk tangent on these outros, so I, I need to, I need to have some, you and I, you need to give me some classes. Maybe you should drink a little less. You're not right, but you're not wrong. Mm, sounds like I'm right. Nope. Thank you again for watching us badly talk about these these topics. You can follow us on Twitch, Marching Into Madness, all one word, no space. On the gram, Marching Underscore Into Underscore Madness. And on Patreon at patreon.com slash Marching Into Madness. And again, on Le Discord A at Marching Into Madness. Join us and Bailey will pay you 10 whole Canadian dollars. <laughs> you can follow Whitey over at Bailey underscore media on the Insta. You must definitely 
follow the life of our of our whole podcast, Wine Mom at X Wine Mom X because the year's two thousand and two, and we still have have the X in our names. And me, your favorite uh, brown boy at underscore r dot r malik on underscore. Thank you for the third time. We love you. Drink some milk and be healthy. Remember, kids, say no to school and yes to (laughs) 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 It's like such bad advice. It's like here we put this well-formulated podcast together with good insight on facts and truth and political points and social issues. Don't go to school, dude. (laughs) Oh, God. Bailey Bailey listens to me say the sentence and he goes, "Mm, maybe I should say my sentence now. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.